right, guys. Welcome or welcome back to Two Girls, One Gay. Hello. Hello? Are you coming to this party tonight? No, we're filming a podcast. Shy and Amia. We are all here to, you know, rock your world for the night or yeah. day or morning. Maybe you're at the gym. Maybe you're going to bed. Maybe you're just waking up. Maybe you're in the shower. Maybe you're having sex. I feel like they're you probably walking. That's the only time I listen to podcasts. Can you get your hand off me? We are not dating. <laughs> but I like it. This is the only affection I've had in three months. Well, do you want to talk about the kiss we just shared? Oh, yeah, we just made out a little. Logan and I. Mm-hmm. I'm never included. well you're taken you're spoken for at the moment oh right (laughs) okay anyways guys welcome back to our podcast this is our fifth podcast um we're gonna start off with our therapy session which means we just talk about like what's going on in each other's lives and like what's been happening lately Mm -hmm. what's been going on i feel like this week has been like very weird It's been like, I personally have been very, I feel like I've been disassociated a lot. And I know maybe that you guys have felt similarly Mm. at some point, just like very out of my body, like kind of as if I have just been like having an outside point of view of myself, just going about my life, just going through the motions and all of those things. Mm -hmm. But it's been weird. Yeah. You're basically just like watching yourself go through life. Yeah, Yeah, and like my emotion, like I don't feel, I feel like numb, but I feel like it's because I feel I have too many emotions that my body is like, okay, we're going to just shut down for you right now. Yeah, and I do feel like that happens. You were mentioning this, how you've been in the same routine, and when it starts to feel like Groundhog Day, I feel like... very redundant. Yeah, and you also quit vaping, so that could be it as well. (laughs) Yeah, totally. (laughs) (laughs) it's bad it's bad it's bad it's bad i don't need i used to be one of those people who like only would like take a hit of somebody else's vape and it's such a bad habit and we have a friend who just stopped and apparently she's been going through it the past few days so (laughs) i have that to look forward to when i actually really take that plunge and stop i've only literally bought one vape in my this is my second vape i've ever bought and i i'm not gonna buy another one I mean, uh, what did you do this week? Oh, well. Um, <laughs> you can't speak. <laughs> well, I was gone for a little bit. I just got back um, from New Jersey. Yeah, this bitch went to New York without us. I went to New Jersey. I wanted to go to New York, but it didn't happen. Yeah, sad. But I went back to New Jersey for Rosh Hashanah. Um, just went to go see some family. And yeah, it was actually really nice. I think I was telling you guys it's the Jewish New Year. So I feel like sometimes in my life, I'm always like, oh, like I have these goals that I wanted to accomplish. Or like sometimes you are like three months have already passed. Like it's September. It's like the half the year is already over and I don't have anything that I want done. But I feel like this Jewish New Year almost is like a reason for me to be like, OK, I can set new goals for myself to finish up for the rest of the year. And also made me realize it's never too late. I agree. I always say that. It's never yeah. too late. It's never too late. Yeah. Um, but other than that, yeah, I think it's just getting back, getting back into routine. Anyways, should we draw? Yeah, let's draw. 
All right, so if you guys are new, we have two bowls in front of us. One is more wholesome and the other one is unhinged. We always start with the wholesome section first, and who wants to draw? And if you're new, we have four other podcasts that you need to be listening to right now. Oh, yeah. Amen. <laughs> 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 no, that's that's do you want to draw? Yeah. Amia. Amia loves to draw. I do love drawing. Give him a little ASMR like, again. Okay. What is the most delusional thing that you wanted that you got? I would say, honestly, moving to L.A. Mm. Because I never really thought that I would, like, make it in a big city or something like that. So mm -hmm. the fact that I hyped myself un up enough to be able to do it, yeah, that would probably be And here thing. you are, baby. Yeah, here yeah. I am. So um, I don't know if I, like, manifested this or, like, what happened, but this one's kind of spooky, so don't be scared. I remember the first time I came over to your house here and I was like literally telling Alex and I was like I need to get my shit together so that one day I can live in a house like this <gasps> bitch and I'm here oh I was like I literally told Alex I was like I think I manifested that a little too hard because Shy invited me to live at her house uh, that's literally what I said oh it's not so, spooky so you manifested though. too close to the sun I think so but that's really cute yeah we do live together. And I do think one day I will be able to make enough money to one day have a house like this as well. But <laughs> it just was like kind of crazy. I was like, whoa. Um, another thing is my hand model career. Mm. I literally tweeted it one day. It was really weird. I was like, I'm dropping everything that I want in life and I am going to become a hand model. And then a month later, I reached out to this hand model agency and this woman was like, oh my God, let me see your hands. Like, come over. It was so weird. I drove over to her house. Come and she, over. She was like, drive on over. I don't know why I agreed to this. I was a very young girl. I was like, okay. So I just drove over to this random house in Beverly Hills. And then she sat me down and she made me put my hands out. And she was like, we'll take it. Nice. We'll take you. Being a hand model is extremely lucrative. Yeah. I really, you have good hands too. Like I look at my hands and I'm like, I could never, well, well besides no, the no, tattoos no. now, I could never like hand model because I have grandma hands. Listen, there's a market for all hands. Like, I'm not like a nice a I, I don't hand model for like the nice luxury stuff like yeah. there's people who do the alcohol and like even OPI I don't even think I'm an OPI girl mm -hmm. I'm like Home Depot like Target the everyday oh. like shopping like I feel like you're an everyday girl I'm not, literally everyday hands not I hope this doesn't come off as a rude, <laughs> but like I feel like that's kind of your aesthetic though yeah like no, I, you no. would be caught in Home Depot yeah or like a I would I'm, I'm there sometimes yeah, I was I was at Joanne's fabric Joanne's I feel fabrics. like they could literally film me and that would be the commercial yeah. <laughs> you always go to the most random place I don't even know what Joanne's fabrics is you go to the most oh my you're God. missing out you Joanne's jo fabrics is okay to be fair Shy has also never gone to where were we recently and Shy was like this is so cool and it was somewhere the mall yeah the mall we went to the mall and Shy was like this is crazy okay it's kind of sad but like I grew up in a really small town where the nearest Walmart was like 30 to 45 minutes away and then like the mall was like three hours away so like I never went to the mall it just wasn't a thing and then I moved to LA and the malls here aren't like good so I was like okay like, you're going to the wrong malls yes. there are some good malls we'll take you to a different mall I would rather not be caught dead at the Grove because that is just like a tourist trap and it's infested I with like a ton of people I, I do it's like a really pretty place but also it's extremely overwhelming yeah. Well, There's so many people all the time. You can barely walk. You're constantly waiting for somebody in front of you to walk faster. Yeah, it's a little chaotic. Yeah, it's so chaotic. The um, oh, Century City is Century City nice. is nice. Yeah. Hmm. But also, 
just so everybody's aware, Shy is the girl who orders everything to the house. Mm-hmm. So like she also wouldn't be caught dead in a in a grocery store. The reason mm-hmm. I order everything to the house, one the I paparazzi. Oh my god, there's no paparazzi. No one has ever taken my picture. Uh, unless I've asked. <laughs> but, like, one is I'm really, really busy and I don't have time to do, like, because shopping in LA is so hard. You, like, the parking situation's bad, the waiting in the line, there's homeless people, like, in the stores, like, throwing shit. Anyways, like, the shopping situation is, like, a lot for me. And also, <laughs> I have, like, major social anxiety. Like, I get so, I get overwhelmed and start shaking when I have to talk to the cashier. She's fighting for her life. (laughs) (laughs) She is. But anyways, the most delusional thing I would say that I, that got me what I wanted is pretty much my entire life in LA, (laughs) which is so. Well, uh, you're the most delusional out of all of us. I am. I'm very delusional, but delusional works so well Mm -hmm. for me. Um, Like when I was in Oklahoma and I didn't have any life or any money or anything like that, I would like go out in my pasture because I used to herd the cattle and stuff. And I would, like, give speeches to my cows as if I had just won a Grammy or I just mm-hmm. won, like, some award or, like, I was someone getting interviewed. And I was, like, and the cows are staring at me. I'm, like, yeah, so, like, life lately has been really interesting. <laughs> you know, just, like, mm-hmm. giving a little speech. And then, um, right before, like, right when I had started OnlyFans, I didn't have any money. I had, like, maybe, like, $100 in my savings account. And I just started, like... I don't recommend doing this. It worked out for me, but it's not a smart financial situation. I started, like, spending money, like, a lot, knowing it was going to come in. Like, I was, like, shopping a lot. I was, like, kind of prepping for my new life in, like, a sense and spending a lot of money, like, going out to really nice places to eat, like, getting the expensive bottle of wine, like, all of that. And then, literally, like, a week later, I had, like, launched my OnlyFans and, and made a lot of money to, like, cover everything that I had spent, thank God, um, but yeah. like that, I, I feel like that was me being very delusional. Like, oh, I'm, I'm planning on doing this and I, I plan on it being successful. So I'm, I'm fine. You know, I feel yeah. like being delusional is the new, I mean, like it is, it's, yeah. fan, it's manifesting. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a form of manifesting. Yeah. I feel like it's, it's basically the same conversation everybody's been having for years now about manifesting. It's the same thing. It's you just have to like put yourself in the shoes that you want to be in five, 10 years down the line. Yeah. And you know? also, I say this to people who, like, don't believe in manifesting or think being delusional is stupid. Because I try to explain this to my boyfriend. He, like, he just, you know, some people just don't, they're not spiritual in that way. Yeah. But for me, the way that I explain it with logic, I'm like, well, essentially, you're just making a goal sheet, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, like, yeah. what I want in a year. Uh-huh. And you're just, by manifesting, you're just telling yourself that I, I'm already going to get these things. But if you keep thinking that way, it's like, you will if you keep working towards it it's just yeah. making it's goals. more so i think a mindset yeah yes. it's in it, it i think it manifests dif- manifests differently in other people or different people yeah. depending on maybe your belief system or whatever but some people have a more like spiritual approach to it some people have like the goal sheet ap- approach to yeah. it and then some people are just like trying to live the life that they want to live in their present moment mm-hmm. and i think there's there's no wrong way to do yeah. it mm-hmm. no i agree i mean i saw this on jay shetty's podcast is like um i don't remember the full quote but like some people call it praying some mm-hmm. people call it manifestation some people um call it delusional like no one's denying its existence it's just different to everybody else yeah and i 100 percent agree on that and i think when you are manifesting or being delusional I think you should already put yourself in your 
higher self shoes you should be like oh i'm if you want to be famous for example be like i'm already famous i'm already like everybody already like wants to interview me like i'm already on the cover of all these magazines like if you want to be in love you're like like oh like i'm already in love i'm already like experiencing all these things it's not like i want this for myself it's like it's already happening to me Mm -hmm. and i think that draws like the universe is like oh okay she's ready for this yeah Yeah. or he or they yeah totally and i think in the case of like you know oh i want to be in love like i think the way that you manifest that is like by giving that love that you would give to somebody else to yourself oh and also like just making yourself like taking yourself on dates like buy yourself some flowers or you know write down in um in your journal or however you write down things like i usually write things in my notes app but like even like writing a letter to either yourself in like a month's time or however long away you feel like that partner might be um writing a letter to yourself or like even writing a letter to your future spouse or your partner and like basically just pretending that that everything that you already that you want right now has come true. Right, scripting. Yeah. 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 And I also think, like, people, for I learned this recently, and I think people forget this part of manifestation, is that, like, manifest, be delusional, all that stuff, but also detach yourself from it. Mm-hmm. Like, be okay on your own. Be okay in present. I have done this, like, because obviously, like, I do put up this, like, cold, like, I'm a hard-working woman exterior stuff, but I genuinely really want to be in love, and I want to be married, and I want to have kids, and that's, like, a huge goal for me that I want to experience sooner rather than later, mm-hmm. and every single time that in my past when I'm, like, looking for the relationship, it never happens, but when I'm, like, okay, you know what, like, I'm not going to look anymore, I'm going to detach myself from everything that I want and just focus on me and, like, what I'm doing in this present moment, that's when the most things have come to me mm-hmm. yeah it's like what my parents always said growing up it's like a watch pot never boils so like you can mm-hmm. like set something up yep and then you have to let it be mm-hmm. and then let it happen you gotta let it go yeah let the universe or god or like whatever you believe in like have your back yeah because mm-hmm. whatever's meant for you whatever's meant for yeah, you yeah, like gonna come. nothing's gonna stop it from coming your way yeah all right next question do you want to draw oh i feel motivated Perfect. you guys i know i feel motivated too should like we go like start a new life after this. Yeah, yeah totally. we should like go on a run together. A run? <laughs> okay. Oh, Not at this time. <laughs> no, I have a martini. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wine. Gonna throw up. This is a long one. Okay, mental health. What's the hardest thing you've had to go through in life? What did it teach you? I feel like there's multiple answers. There could be like yeah, I, I'm thinking of multiple things. I feel very lucky. Like, I feel like I haven't had that many, like, I feel very privileged. I, you guys see the way that I am. I feel like I'm just always like, ah. and like, yeah, some, that is like a mask a little bit, but also I feel like I don't wake up and get those like really sad spells that I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of my friends do. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's just because of like genetics or also because, uh, I just like try to be oblivious to things that I don't really like want to be stressed out about mm-hmm. like ignorance I mean, ignorance is bliss. yeah I, yeah um I think that definitely struggling on my own like finding independence mm-hmm. um again like very I was privileged enough to have a car when I was growing up uh, in Florida that my parents were like if you want to move to Hawaii like you need to sell all your stuff and then that's the money that you have which mm-hmm. my car was worth like think five grand so sold that and then 
paid for a ticket and then paid for the things that I wanted to move out. So like in total, when I moved out to Hawaii, I had like maybe like three thirty five hundred dollars, and then I had to use that to get by until I found a job and like you know had to pay for an apartment and everything. And I was struggling. Like Mm -hmm. I had three jobs at the time and I didn't have a car yet, so I was walking like a mile to work every day. Then I would like work later that night. It was just, and I lived in a studio with this girl that I was like, I moved to Hawaii Mm -hmm. with. And I just remember like thinking to myself, like this fucking sucks. Like, is it worth it at a point? This is actually really crazy. I don't think I've ever said this to anyone except for Alex, but like there was a point that I was like so poor that I went and I got blood drawn to try and sell my blood Mm -hmm. so that I could get like a grocery card. Yeah. But like looking back, I'm like, holy shit, if I didn't do any of those things, then I wouldn't be here today, right? Like, if yeah. I didn't persevere, if it wouldn't have taught me, like, how, like, where working can get you. And I'm, like, nowhere near where I want to be, but, like, still, it's just, I feel like you have to go through a struggle. It's, like, if you want it enough, like, you can do it. Mm-hmm. I think it's, like, the sentiment that I was left with. And, like, even today, like, I still look back at that girl that was, like, 19, 20 years old, and I'm, like, holy shit, like, I did so much, and I'm, like, so proud of her. And I think... Aww. Yeah, my yeah. Thank you. I love you too. And that's my answer. Love y'all. Love you too, Logan. What about you? What about what's the hardest thing you've gone through, and what did it teach you? Oh, I feel like there's so many answers to this question. Yeah. I feel like there's probably like three that come to mind. I think one would be being separated from family, like from an early an early age um i think i brought it up before but my parents got divorced when i was three and the family was kind of separated but at the same time i gained a lot of um loved ones during that time just through my parents getting remarried and stuff but at the same time was kind of split apart from um that home base um and then i think probably that just taught me that like life doesn't always you know have this perfect picture but at the same time there's good in every situation and you can find the good in in every situation and then i would say when i quit my old job at my uh the publishing company that really was like a really hard time because i had absolutely no idea what i was going to do i was doing postmates right after that and like i was able to stay afloat and you know, provide for myself, um, and then was able to, you know, get a job that I really love and that brought me a lot of um, incredible people into my life. And then I think that probably taught me that I just like trust your gut, mm-hmm. believe in yourself, mm-hmm. yeah. and like kind of just like let go and let it be, and things will work out how they're supposed to. And then probably like recently just like a breakup and mm-hmm. then that like mm-hmm. obviously all breakups are hard but i think they all teach you something really important mm-hmm. yeah and then yeah i think those are probably the those are the first things that come to mind mm-hmm. for me i have a couple as well i mean this year has been really rough i've talked i talked about it on either the last podcast or the podcast before but like i witnessed a really um bad car wreck um where both the people had died in front of my eyes and I was like the only one around um and that like (laughs) what did I learn from that I'm still like 
healing from that because it was very recently it was in may and um i there's not a lot that i have learned from it in a sense um it's just like things happen and life is so unbelievably short and like when you see death like right in front of your eyes it really changes your perspective like I don't care anymore like I will never hold back feelings if I have them like I'm gonna any dream that I have I'm gonna chase it if I want to pursue music today if I want to write a book tomorrow like mm-hmm. whatever I'm I'm doing it because it it was 15 seconds within the period of time that they were alive and they weren't mm-hmm. and I had to witness that and I think that brought me a whole new perspective mm-hmm. on life which it, that was a really hard thing to go through but I think um the universe or god put that in front of me to be like okay like you haven't reached your full potential and you're not doing it because you're a little scared like what if it's over Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know and that opened my eyes a lot and then i would say i grew up with a lot of struggle i grew up in a um a very poor family in a very poor town with poor education this that and the other and I'm so thankful for the way that I grew up and I'm so thankful for my parents and all the life lessons that they taught me because I wouldn't be where I am without my parents or without like realizing like my my parents are 64 years old and they still work every single day they work so hard they don't have easy jobs it's not like a desk job where they go sit down like my mom's working on a ranch and it's manual labor and she's doing that at 64 Mm -hmm. which is incredible and I would not know how to work hard without them so I'm very Mm -hmm. grateful for that and I would say the last thing um like off of Logan is my most recent relationship I've talked a lot of shit about my ex um but at the end of the day I was the one who broke up with him and I know that he really does care about me. And if I asked tomorrow, like, if you want to get back together, I know he would be, like, an amazing guy. Um, however, I know that's not, like, for the best. And I had to realize that I had to be the villain in someone else's story in order for them to grow, to be a better person. Mm-hmm. And as much as, like, that is, like, you don't like I don't want to upset anybody I don't want to be mean to anybody I don't want to have to like tear somebody's like world apart and I had to do that in order for him to become the person that he's meant to be and I think I struggled a long time and I just wanted to be angry at him and realize like oh you but you did this this and you need this is why I'm doing this but at the end of the day like we weren't meant to be together and I I was the bad person I I am the bad person in his story and he'll probably tell like his new girlfriend who or whomever his family whatever that like why are you the bad person? I don't think you were the bad person no, no. in that story. I I mean, like, in a sense, I think sense, you made I the hardest. I think you made the hard decision. In a, to in a end sense, it. though, like, I am a villain to him because of what I did, and I didn't handle the situation the best because it was very new to me and I didn't know how to do it. Um, and the relationship went on longer than it should. But like, at the end of the day, sometimes you have to be the villain in someone else's story in order for them to prosper. Totally. Agree. I think the hardest thing I think the hardest thing you could you can do in life is like love somebody and then also realize that it's like not gonna work out. Yeah. There's a lot of growth that needs to happen on maybe both parties and like letting that go. It's like the hardest thing you can possibly do. Yeah, it's hard, yeah. 
wholesomely, or whatever. Okay, so it says discussion, mm-hmm. and it says small circles. Like your friend group? Yes. I think that if you have at least, you know, you know, one or two good friends in your life, that is all you need. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't, I wish I would have elaborated more when I wrote this discussion, <laughs> but I, I, I talked about this, I think on the first podcast where I did have a big friend group in like middle school and high school, but we were all so toxic towards each other. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just girls like growing up and, you know, figuring yeah. shit out. And that happens with a lot of friend groups, but and even like when I was like in college and even like my early onset years of LA, I was like, oh, I need this many friends because I need to go to this party. I need to be cool. And if like this one person doesn't want to hang out with me, then I got to have someone to hang out with me. Honestly, it's so exhausting. I know like if anyone in high school is listening to this, praise you. Um, but um, keep your circle small. And even though it seems like you need so many friends to do so many things, like at the end of the day, when you're out of high school, even out of college, none of it's going to matter anymore. And you honestly need two solid friends and your life will be amazing. You don't have to please everybody. You know, that's how I look at that. Yeah, I think that's how people get into, you know, toxic situationships with friend groups and stuff like that. Because it's actually really hard to... um, nourish friendships yeah it's a lot of work it's a relationship they are relationships and i think that they are argue arguably the most important relationships that you can have in life is your friendships i agree even on top of like you know even if you find a significant other and all that yeah yeah because once you find a significant other and i've fallen into this trap as well like when i get into relationship i've i've realized that one of the bad things that i do is like cut out not cut out but like diminish the time that i spend with my friends and that's really unhealthy mm-hmm. you, you did that to me yeah <gasps> I, def- it, I did that to like my roommates because i would always be yeah. over at my my um boyfriend's house and stuff like that or you know when i was home i wasn't necessarily fully engaged with them because i was you know thinking about i was i'm just like somebody who's usually really in my head so i would be thinking about and replaying things that maybe i would have said or he would have said or things like that and it takes away the energy that you're able to give to your friendships. Mm-hmm. So I think one thing that I have learned out of the two big relationships that I've been in is prioritize those friendships and prioritize yourself, yeah. which and I think honestly prioritizing yourself is prioritizing those friendships because yeah. those are the people that you know bring life back to you and bring energy back to you right. Um, right. and teach you really good lessons. But that's one thing I'll like. I'll never do again. And if I do do that again, feel free to slap me or punch me across the face. I will, because more than likely we'll be living together, and I will just walk across the hall. I'm like, you haven't spent time with me, bitch, and smack, <laughs> smack. But I think that is a yeah. a very common thing. I yeah, feel like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I have friends who have done the same thing, you know. And I well, especially I, when you get into a relationship, because I'm sure that that mm-hmm. was also during you know like your honeymoon phase yeah, or whatever. Really, yeah. Should we should we talk about sex and dicks? Shit? Yeah. <laughs> Duh. Oh, Amia, <laughs> she's in there. What do you want in bed? <laughs> Is <laughs> that literally it? 
What do you want in bed? Is that literally it? Yeah. I think. <laughs> I want what a boyfriend do you want? dick. I don't want a dick that is what massive. I don't want a dick that's too small. I just oh. want boyfriend Go dick. Off. I Obviously, just... Logan can't handle large dicks. So just if you have an 11 inch <laughs> penis, just stay away from him. Yeah, please. I, just I want, on the like, other hand, I want that. Whoa. I miss the like connection, like in bed while you're having <laughs> sex. And like, you know, like Aww. I miss relationship sex. Uh, it's so much better. Oh, it is. Is it? it is. I do. I, I really been, agree with that. Okay, listen, it's been three and a half years for me, but I just feel like meeting someone and then going home with them and then just you guys have crazy rough sex and then never see each other again. There's something like so. It's exciting. Yeah. It's so exciting, but there's the lack of intimacy, I feel the, like. The way I have so Really? Unless you have like, unless you like meet somebody and there's like a crazy connection there and then you go home and it's really good like i've had those nights too and it's great but at the same time i love the fact that like i know that that's my person like we have sex like we can mm. then after that like we can go like hang out we can see a movie we can like go to dinner we can like go to breakfast like we can do like anything after that but i like know that's my person mm. and like i am able to like live my life with them and also share with them that like other form of intimacy you know I Wow, I just like really got you guys. <laughs> yeah, you're great. Uh you're on one thing. Um I've I've I haven't I've done the hookup thing. Well actually no, like because every guy that I've technically like hooked up with, like even though we weren't in like a relationship, we were hooking up consistently. Mm-hmm. And we would go to dinner or something before or out or something before and then like hook up. So I haven't had, I haven't really had that where you like meet them at the bar and you go home and there's this crazy connection. Actually, I think the same for me. I know I just said that. Right. I think it's just more like the fantasy of like doing that. But I always. That's something you see in the movies. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I'd actually. I have too much social anxiety. Like even if I find Mm -hmm. someone cute in the bar, I'm not going to talk to them. That's not happening. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you see her out, you have to go up to her. Also, don't come up to me because I hate that. And I think I've talked about that on here before. Yeah. This is how you should approach that situation. Excuse me, ma'am. Are you comfortable with me talking to you right now? <laughs> what? The way I would, I'd be like, um, um, uh. So what do you want in bed, though? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What, what do, what? What do you want? You no, know, I feel like I'm so inexperienced. I'm the version of this. But what do you want? Um, what do you want? What do you want? Um. That's from the notebook. If anybody. Oh my god! I thought you know. were just having like. I feel like that's from the notebook. I feel like a more fun way to go about this is for us to go around and tell each other what we think everybody wants. Okay. Shy wants you to rip her clothes off and then swing it around your head like this, <laughs> and then throw it on the ground and say, "Get in bed, you little naughty girl." Uh. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. Give it to me, Daddy. Um, <laughs> um no. What do I Anything think you want? Okay, this is barking. how I think that shy. a lot of barking. barking, a lot of barking. <laughs> so why do you think she has three dogs? She likes that. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I don't do that. None of my dogs. Um, do that. I think for shy, foreplay is important. Okay, yeah. I feel like that too. It's I think it's gonna take like a whole day of like you guys maybe together, you go to a farmer's market, you like buy her some flowers, you make her Ooh. a nice dinner, probably a like point. a steak, some sort of green. She loves a mashed potato, maybe some mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. 
No, no mac and cheese. Too oh. many carbs. Mm-mm. Sorry, that's mine. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's yours. Um, and then, you know, you're having like a nice intimate night. Maybe you get in the hot tub. Maybe you do something like, I don't know. You need to lead up to a it, little okay? build up. You need to build right. it up because mm-hmm. that sexual tension is going to be at an optimal level. Right. By the time you actually be like, you whisper in her ear and you just go, "I'll meet you in the bedroom in five minutes. <laughs> you better not be wearing anything." <gasps> Or she has, like, a massive amount of lingerie. So you could be, like, put on your sexiest fucking lingerie because I can't wait to take that off. I feel like we're in, like, a... What are those books? Smut. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like I'm reading one right now. And then you can go to town. But I think Shy is the person who needs the lead-up. Off of what Logan and Mia had said, um, I don't want barking. Don't don't bark at me. I might be scared. Um, Hmm. No leashes. However... Um, the, cause I'm such a, like, uh, I have to be very on it every day and like, I'm, I'm very tense. Like I have, I have really bad TMJ and I have really bad like shoulder pain because I like hold so much stress and stuff like that in the bedroom. I don't want to be like, I don't want to have to be making all the moves. I had to do that in my last relationship. I don't want to be the one that's doing everything. Like I would, I want a guy who's going to take complete control and like tell me what to do. Um, so that's mainly what I want in bed because and I, you better fucking eat her out. Yes. Oh yeah, yes. that was a whole thing. About, yes, if you don't really, how long? Two years? Yeah, with none yeah, of we've, it. We've spoken about it before. Not a lip on your lips. And not a lip on our lips. Yeah. Those what do lips. you want better, Mia? What's like? I don't know. Hmm. I know what. What do I want? I want a threesome. Mm. <laughs> okay. Mia, okay. I know what Mia wants about. I've never had. Mia wants to be double penetrated mm. by like, or actually like quadruple penetrated by like Ooh. a million guys like five guys oh. and oh. she loves sucking dick so she oh. wants to like just suck your dick and she wants you to come like all over her face and just have like a million guys around her okay i agree oh. with those things i would say mm-hmm. okay but do i need to involve like multiple people because you want to threesome um no no you can say whatever i feel like okay since you already hit the, the threesome thing i'm gonna say this you know if it's just like you and one one other person i think that in order to keep up the excitement in the bedroom Mm -hmm. there needs to be a few different toys Mm -hmm. maybe Mm -hmm. and there needs to be a mutual kind of understanding that like you both are gonna have or take turns being the dominant one and the submissive ooh, one ooh, ooh, because ooh, I know ooh, for a ooh. fact she wants to be dom and she wants to be submissive. Amia wants to peg. She wants to peg. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one, yeah. Amia wants to peg someone. And I Amia want loves ass play. Yeah. So while you're fucking Amia, you can also... Let Amia fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. And look, oh. if you want to touch on yours, but I think you want... I think you want... Boyfriend dick, obviously, mm-hmm. which is like the right size. And I also, you already touched on this. Like, you want, like, breakfast is very import, important to you. So, you want to, like, fuck somebody in the morning and have them fuck you. Like, want someone who's verse. And then you want to go eat, like, a cute little breakfast. And mm-hmm. you want to go to the Silver Lake Flea afterwards. <laughs> and then you want to come back and you want to fuck again. And then we can go to home state and have a margarita. And then, you go to home and then come back and we can do it again. And do it again. That's a good one. So are you, I just, I guess I have a question instead of yeah. like telling you what you want. Okay. So you are ready to like just 
have the in love like just what is it um you're not fucking you're making love that's what you want that's what you want yeah but i also want to fuck too right He's in a single era right now. He just wants to, like, fuck. But, like, yeah. but I think not I'm meaningless. still figuring out exactly yeah. what I want. So yeah. I'm sure that's going to change, you know, as I, you know, have more experiences. Because I haven't had crazy, crazy experiences in bed. Me either. Mm-hmm. You know? I would love to experience all different types of things. I don't know how I would feel about a threesome. I think I would be open to it. But I cannot do a threesome with um, somebody that I love. Know. Or you're going to have to see again, right? Uh, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have to be, like, a random occasion. Never going to see this person again. Yeah. Maybe we're on vacation. We, like, hit it up with these people at the bar and or, like, somebody at the bar and, like, would be like, I mean, should we do that? And be mm-hmm. like, I would be kind of down for yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it would go. I might hate it. Yeah. Because I yeah. am very territorial. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. I agree. So, like, I've always wanted to experience a threesome. If we were, like, already married and we were, like, how I would see it happening is, like, if we were on vacation in Italy and we meet, like, a really hot girl and I'm, like, I want to fuck her and he's, like, I want to fuck her. And I'm, like, let's do it. Mm-hmm. But also, mm-hmm. I am – I'm a je- very jealous person, I think, that leans into, like, because I've been cheated on so much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will have rules. There will all – there will be rules. Like, he can't Communication come, yeah. has to happen. Yeah, he can't yeah. come from her, like, all of that type of situation. Or on her. Or on her. Mm. Like, there has to be something that ha- is left for me. But also, more than likely – We'll never see her again. And I think that's fine. That could be yeah. like a fun little memory. No, I do yeah. agree with that. Like, I don't... And, you know, maybe I'll never have a threesome ever because I feel the same way. Mm-hmm. You know? You, sh- a- you want a threesome, you should have a threesome. Thanks, girl. Okay, I'm pulling another one. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Unhinged. What's the grossest thing someone's done while having sex with you? I don't have anything because I'm literally a fucking virgin. Logan, do you have anything? I don't think so. I think... So, like, I had, like, been talking... I was talking to this guy, and we were hooking up one time, and I was, like... He had a, like, very... Obviously, I attract only guys with very large penises, as I've talked about before. But um, I was... Like, his penis was so big. Like, sucking his dick was, like, really, really hard. Mm -hmm. But, like, I was able to do it because I don't really have much of a gag reflex. But I, like, asked him. I was, like has anyone ever like thrown up on your dick and he said yeah like a girl once was like deep throating and immediately like up chucked on his dick and he was just like okay and like like he like had to leave like he immediately went soft like she was like mortified obviously poor girl yeah all right amia do you want to draw yeah wait i just drew your turn okay oh no yeah oh my turn yeah oh what happened the first time you had sex Oh my god. I just mine's bad. I don't know why. It's not really like So I was like dating dating this guy for 6 months. Um and I was 16 and I just remember like we hit our 6 month mark. It was on the day and he was just like, "All right, like it's time to do it." And I was like, you know, I went to like a Catholic school. I didn't really Okay, I'm going to I'm really embarrassed to admit this. I did not know how to put a tampon in until I had sex because I just thought that like I just thought that you, like, would give oral sex and that was it, right? Like, I come, you come, and we're happy. Like, what else? I was really confused. He was like, we're going to do it. I'm like, what else do we need to do? And he's like, we're going to have sex. Yeah. 
And I was like, um, okay. Wait, so you thought you just give him head, he gives you head, and that's it? Well, I was just like, what else do we got to do? Because my family didn't really give me the birds and the bees talk. You know, I went to, like, a Catholic school, and, like, yeah. you know, it's kind of like, no, you wait till you're married, right? So maybe yeah. she'll, my mom would give me, I don't know. I had to <laughs> wait until I went to public school to learn what else you had to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so six-month mark, and he's like, okay, let's do it. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, obviously – I love him, so I'm going to do it. Didn't know about, like, protection, whatever. And I just remember him telling me, like, yeah, I'm going to pop your cherry. And that was, like, a... Oh, ew! (laughs) Why would he say that? That was just, like, such a huge thing. Like, when you're... And I just freshly turned 16, so I was, like, 15 before that, because that's how that works. Yeah, yeah, that's how age works. (laughs) But, you know, like, that's just, like, when it's in. Like, like when you're, like, so young, like, that first, like, freshly, I'm going to pop your cherry. You know, like, that's just, like, the cool guy Ew. thing to do when you're, like, taking virginity. That's an ick. That's, nope. That never, no guy has ever said that to me. Or, well, the one guy that lost my virginity did not say that to me. Um, and I just remember him being, like, very excited to do that. And I was like, okay. So then we did it. And then obviously, you know, bled a little bit. But um, it really? was. It, it actually, was, like, popped yeah, the cherry. It bled. Oh. Yeah. Because I, like. I didn't bleed the first time I had sex, but, like, I played sports, like, very heavily, like, since, like, third grade, and I heard, like, from, like, endurance and stuff like that, that can oh, kind of, like, pop yeah. your cherry and oh, stuff, so, interesting. like, probably when I thought I was having my period or whatever, I'd actually, like, pop my cherry or, like, whatever, um, but, yeah, I didn't bleed the first time I had sex because I had played sports since, like, third grade. Oh, interesting. I wonder if that happened to me and I just didn't know then. Maybe. Well, you bled the first... I didn't bleed the first time I had sex. But it was nice because I was with someone that, like, I cared about. So that was, yeah. that was nice. Yeah, yeah, that was nice. Yeah. Hmm. That's what happened to me. Logan? God, I don't even... Wait, like... I, I have a question because you mentioned in high school that you had, like, two girlfriends. Did you have sex with a girl first? No. I never had sex with a girl. I did, like, everything else with them, though. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Which was, like... Pussy? Yeah. Really? And mm-hmm. how was that? I hated it. Oh, uh, yeah, obviously. Every second. Every second of it, I hated it. <laughs> Wait, did you know you were gay when you had these girlfriends? I think deep down. Mm-hmm. I think that was at a point when I was, like, really just trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I definitely knew after the first one. So, like, so sorry to the second one. <laughs> but I, apparently I did a really good job. Dang! <laughs> oh my god, he's not gonna shit. No, but I think the first time I had sex with a, a guy, um, it was an older guy. He was probably like, like mid thirties, and I was probably like eighteen. What? Yeah. Um, and I obviously didn't fully know what to expect. So, like, I had watched like gay porn and stuff so like i knew what to expect but at the same time like i didn't know how it was gonna go like for me um but yeah i mean obviously like when you stick it in like for the first time it's like hurts so Mm -hmm. you have to like take a second but like after like the third try it was like fine and it like was actually kind of good good yeah anyways the first time i had sex was with my first boyfriend who ended up cheating on me. <clears throat> Dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I had always dated guys older than me. Um, I I don't I don't think I was I'm pretty sure I wasn't his first time, but he was my first time. And we had already been dating for like a while. I was like freshly sixteen and probably I think I was a little I think I was actually still fifteen, but like was about to be sixteen. He was my first boyfriend. 
Um, and it was in the back of his red Mustang on like a random like dirt road. And his, I, I think I talked about this before, but his nickname was Seahorse because he was hung like a horse. And it was so large, I actually physically screamed the entire way through. Like, it hurt so bad. And I'm, like, like a t- I, in high school especially, I was a very tiny, tiny person. Like, I don't have hips. Like, I have hip dips. Like, yeah. there was no – when I put a tampon in, like, I would always complain to my mom. I'm like, Mom, this doesn't, like, feel right. Like, it hurts so bad. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Like, like, I would have to free bleed because, like – having a tampon in was actually the most painful thing I've ever experienced like when I was like freshly like getting my period and stuff like that because I was like literally like there was I was a board I was a door I was literally a wooden door and then yeah the first time I had sex was with him I was in love with him um regret that relationship a lot regret the first time I had sex because it was really like weird and we had to like do it again because it was like very awkward and bad and I was like I was like 5'9 and really skinny and like I didn't understand my limbs and he was like a big buff guy who played football and like had a huge penis and he was like whoa I'm gonna tear you apart and I'm like oh I'm scared Jesus (laughs) that's a like horrible introduction you're probably like is this sex forever yeah I was actually I was like very like scared about sex for a while because all I knew was him pain and we dated for two and a half years before um before we broke up <laughs> and I didn't ha- end up having like I never came during that relationship we, oh I never like God. two and a half years I didn't know what coming was I had no idea and then like I got into my second relationship and I was like I was going into my senior year of high school and he was already he was like a freshman or sophomore in college and he was he had more like he was still very large but he had I would say more on the side of boyfriend dick. He wasn't like 11 inches, but he wasn't like six inches either. Like he was like seven to eight, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was more, but he was more about pleasing me as, whereas the first boyfriend didn't care about me at all. It was just like, if he came, he came. And I was like, okay, great. That's over. I guess like my job's done type mm-hmm. of thing. But like the second boyfriend was like, no, like, like you deserve to like come too. And you deserve to be happy. And I'm like, what is, what is that? Like, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Sh- romantic yeah and then he ended up cheating on me too oh my god Mm. well and i still haven't had good sex so who wants to come do it come on come (laughs) on i'm not kidding yeah somebody needs to show her the ropes please i'm actually begging at this point oh my god (laughs) should we do another one yeah let's do one more yeah i feel like these are interesting do you like when someone spits in your mouth? Yes. Really? Yeah. Do you do that on the reg? Not on the reg. Like a loogie? No, not a loogie. <laughs> That's when you like snort your boogers in your mouth too. <laughs> I don't know how it works. Actually, someone, my ex, spit it in my spitted, 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 spit in my mouth. <laughs> And I like spit back in his face. It's a because I was it was I was like what? I think it just depends on the vibe. Like read the room. Obviously, just don't don't just start spitting in someone's mouth. That's, don't start spitting. Might be spitting well, on the wall. And I don't 
spitting on the couch. <laughs> just don't, don't start just spitting everywhere, all right? Do you like it when someone spits in your mouth already? Yeah, honestly. I okay, I feel like that was such an easy question. We need to draw another one. Why okay. don't you draw? Okay. Let's get a good one. Yeah, let's get a really juicy pussy Oops. one. Okay. Nudes. That's all it says. Oh. Okay, this makes me think of the Caller Daddy episode that was very early on in Caller Daddy. It's like um life um and she and her ex like co-host um always talked about like the fact that nudes never die that like every like even like if you have a boyfriend and he's had an ex-girlfriend i'm sure there's like a secret folder somewhere where he's like looking at some girl's nudes or there's like a snapchat like an old snapchat message that he'll go through and be like oh and maybe he's not like turned on by them anymore but he'll still look at them Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's a possibility. Like, nudes never die. I will say, because my job is taking nudes, I will give you guys a lot of tips on taking nudes. What's your number one tip for nude taking? Mm. For everybody who is, like, wanting to start taking really good nudes, but, like, doesn't yeah. necessarily have it right. Okay. So, my number one tip on taking nudes, what I like to do, what's one of my go-tos is okay so i will lay on the bed and i will do like okay so lay on your left side and pull your right knee over to where it's like almost like a stretch like i'm sure you've done this stretch in gym or like whatever and like that really elevates your ass and then you like if you're completely nude put one thumb over your left nipple and then like your middle finger over your right nipple and then take a video because videos are always so much sexier than just like a picture like they want to see some movement like Mm -hmm. be in this position take a video go from your mouth like really up close to your mouth be like oh my god i'm about to like suck your dick like vibes like if he was like making out and he just like pulled away and just saw your mouth like up close to your mouth go down to your boobs cover your waist because your waist is going to look so snatched from this like angle and then go over to your ass and then like underneath like almost to where you would be showing your vagina yeah but or not. or if you're a male and you want to take these nudes like your balls <laughs> <laughs> wait this is good i feel like for one episode we'll do this next time maybe but like shy can give you guys a master class in nude taking. I mean, like, that's my job. So, like, I, I've perfected it. One other tip I will say, like, if you just want, like, a... Because boobs are easy. Boobs are there. Like, you can, like, smush them together. Like, you can wear a bra. Like, whatever makes them look good. Mm-hmm. But, like, for ass, like, also another position that I like to do is, like, you're down, almost like you're proposing to someone. You're down on one knee, one knee is up, and mm-hmm. then back and under. Got it. Is, like, another really good, like, ass position to do and also i think like if you're taking nudes for like a boy that you want to like like you or like your significant other or whatever i would say like make it really interesting like like this is also my job but like if you're holding your boobs together um and you have like left uh, your thumb on your left nipple and your middle finger on your right nipple like put like a flower or something in between your boobs so it's like like, look, I'm a pretty little princess, but I'm also really sexy, and mm-hmm. like, we're going to get dirty later, but also, like, I deserve flowers, you know, type of vibe. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I would say nude taking, I love a low exposure moment. Yes. Low yeah. exposure is always really good, but also have good lighting so that it's not just, like, completely dark. Yeah, I don't want to, no. Yeah, yeah. I love, like, I'm just really into asses. 
Up to so, like, you. I love a big ass. Mm-hmm. And, like, I have a pretty large ass. Uh-huh. So, you like, do. I just love... Like, if you send me a picture of your ass, like, uh, it's so, so nice. Yeah. Amazing. You guys, I've never taken these before. Wait, what? Oh! Ah! <laughs> Except when we went to Joshua Tree and Shai saw me showering and she goes, you look really cute right now. And I just started posing. And she started <laughs> I did. I did. Because she was showering. We were sharing a room. And, you know, if you have your best friend, like, you're going to watch them shower, like, whatever. Yeah. Um, and she was showering, like, she had this gorgeous, like, tan. Oh! And, and, like, she had little tan lines. And I'm like, oh, my God, let me take you, like, let me take your nudes for, like, your boyfriend. And I started taking, like, nudes for her. I And I was, like, telling her how to pose, you yeah. know? Like, if you're standing, you want to, like, cross your leg over, legs over so, you're, like, the top of your vagina shows, but, like, not your whole vagina. Yeah. And she was doing that and, like, holding her boobs out. I thought you looked really cute. Thank you. Did you send them to Al? No. <laughs> I'm just scared, okay? Because, like, I don't know. I grew up with everyone being like, oh, once your nudes, like, they can someone can hack your iCloud and then like leaked and like blah blah I know you were just talking about this but obviously if you're in a relationship you're probably have you have some sort of bank of nudes me what? and my ex literally had a shared folder huh we would just like have a shared folder in um in our like our camera of one. nudes yeah of, oh. of nudes or just like sexy photos and stuff Cute. and yeah you get like a notification every time somebody uploads something so that like is a really good like kind of relationship tip honestly like yeah really keeps things you. interesting because it Aww. doesn't show you like the picture it'll just be like blah 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 like uploaded like a photo to this shared folder oh and then, like, i didn't know it's that like an exciting thing, thing yeah that you can God. just like open be like send each other a little gift during the day. i like that i will do that with my it's honestly yeah. better in a way like i don't mind receiving you know if i'm in a relationship with somebody or been talking to somebody for a while like i don't mind getting like a text with a, a nude or like a sexy picture like i think that's so hot but at the same time it like keeps it all in one place you yeah know? it does because you want to go like look back yeah or, like whatever that was i think that's five. episode five. Oh my gosh oh my god thank Flying you guys by. so much for tuning into this podcast we love all of you. Thank you so much for listening. Um, this is the fifth episode, so if you haven't listened to the first four, go back and listen. We talk about a lot of fun, interesting things. Please follow all of our social medias that will be linked either in the bio of this Spotify or if you're watching this on YouTube, it'll be linked in the YouTube. But either way, our Instagram is Two Girls One Gay Podcast. Please go follow it and stay updated with everything that we're doing because a lot of fun things are coming up, and I'm excited. And you know what? Go get some dick. Go get some pussy. Let's mm-hmm. have fun. Go get drunk. Go have sex. Please, for me, go have sex.